Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yo, what is up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. It is Wednesday, March 18th, and Thinking Outside the Boombox is back again. We got another round of the best hip-hop album of the 2010s tournament. Last week, I had my homie Joe G on. We discussed all eight matchups of the first round of the Critics' Choice Conference. This week, I got my homie Gerald on the podcast. We're going to be discussing round one of the Fan Love Conference. Say what up, Gerald? Yes, sir. It is how we live in. Oh, you know. Time you know. to get into it. Absolutely. So, um, Gerald is joining us live from New York. It is Wednesday night. You already know what it is. Um, Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That was tragic. Tragic. <laughs> Man, I didn't see that coming at all. No corona, though. True. And, you know, that's that's how we're trying to keep it, you know, for the he rest. He didn't deserve that. <laughs> True. He, he got out of here <laughs> before that happened. <laughs> so, I guess that's one positive about it. <laughs> um, Streets to quit. <laughs> True. Uh, let's see. So let me pull up the bracket for the people. Gerald won't be able to see this, but you know, he got the bracket anyway. So this week we're going to be discussing the right portion of the bracket. So the fan love conference is broken into two divisions, the college dropout division, uh, the one seed Catalactica, the two seed, uh is we got it from here thank you for your service the three seed summertime 06 four seed bandana five seed live love asap six seed my name is my name seven seed is eve and the 
Eight Seed is Nothing Was the Same by Drake. The Speaker Box, The Love Below Division, uh, from one to eight, we got Care For Me by Saba, Run The Jewels 2 by Run The Jewels, Life Is Good by Nas, Tetsuo and Youth by Lupe, Room 25 by No Name, uh, Oxymoron by Schoolboy Q, If You're Reading This Is Too Late by Drake, and then in the 8C, KOD by J. Cole. So, um, you know, we're we're just going to get started. Um, you know, if you all saw the stream... It's the only way to do it here. Absolutely. If you all saw the stream last week, you know that we're judging these matchups five categories. Success, achievements, uh, the best batch of standout tracks, cohesion, and legacy. And if it comes down to it, we'll do a tiebreaker. So, um... Let me ask you this before we get started. Looking at the bracket um, on the right hand side, what what two albums before we even discuss anything do you think are coming out of each division? Like, what's going to be the final four? Like the the two albums that come out of this conference to face off against the other two. What do you think it's going to be? See, and you know it's a good question because I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> but if we're talking down below in the speaker box and love division i like if you're reading this a lot that Ooh. was that was a jam that was a whole jam set of movements at a tone drake really switched it up uh quinn miller that was his swan song unfortunately <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's, for real. that's another story and then uh for college dropout division Ah, uh, see, I think these matchups were harder up here than anything. I agree. Because when I, when I saw Live Love ASAP and Bandana put together, I was kind of mad. Also, who didn't put DS2 through? Just a side note, but we'll... So, so that that was me, <laughs> that because... So that was in a play-in matchup. Um, and so I think it was DS2 versus Nothing Was The Same, and Nothing Was The Same one. It... I think nothing was the same is a is an underrated Drake album. I think it's it's top three if we're being honest. I think the three albums that Drake had in this bracket are his top three albums. I think it's Take Care. Nothing was the same. If you're reading this, is too late. Um, and Future Future put up a good fight, but I I couldn't let it get past. Nothing was the same. I just couldn't. Future. <laughs> All right. Well then, uh, let's. I mean, with that, with or without Future, I think. Mm, I think. ASAP can put up a run. Okay. That okay. Was, that was monumental. Like listening to that, it doesn't feel like 2011 was too long ago, but it really. But I guess if you look at ASAP's discography after it, it does feel like a long time ago. I agree. I agree. I think, um, and we'll talk more about Test. this when it starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, live love ASAP was like you know, uh, well, he might have had a little clams casino production on his his uh debut album but on this mixtape this was like asap and clams casino like at their core at their best and so i had to put it in the bracket it was like people sleep on this because because it was so long ago but it's one of asap's best projects there are so many albums on here now that i'm thinking about it where someone was a key piece and then they just got dished after absolutely quentin miller clams who else? Mm. Uh, Let me see. I'm trying to think, man, because 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's, that's only a, that's two. a good point though. That's a good point though. And actually, Clams Casino he makes a, an appearance through a lot of these albums because he did a lot of the production for Vince Staples' project too, Summertime '06. It was like him Shout and No out. ID. That's why I hit. That's why. I Absolutely. And I didn't even know that. Yeah, it's yeah. It was it was it was tough. All right, so Damn. let's let's jump into the college dropout division, the one eight matchup, Catalactica versus Nothing Was the Same. Um, right, that was, yeah, that's a hard one off top, but we we, we tried to prep for that one. <laughs> True. So success, easy off the top. Nothing was the same. Sold at least four Facts. million units. Facts. Catalactica Facts. sold fifty three thousand. So that's yeah. <laughs> and, and we knew this cardboard. Yeah, yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah. So nothing was the same. Takes a one zero lead there. Um. Achievements. So, like I mentioned, I separated this into three like subcategories: Grammys, Billboard, Records. So, nothing was the same. Has one Grammy album nomination, two Grammy song nominations, no wins. Right, right. Catalactica yeah. doesn't have any nominations at all. So, I think nothing was the same is leading a little bit after that one because neither but, of them have wins. But but <laughs> we can. Maybe dabble into an argument there because what have the Grammys done for rap, bro? That's true. My, but... my guy, what, what wasn't this? <laughs> when did Macklemore win that? <laughs> yeah, that was uh, oh, that was Macklemore that, that was to Pimp a Butterfly Cause... year, I think, or maybe it was Good Kid, Mad City year. It was Good Kid, Mad City year. Boy. So like twenty thirteen, something like that. <sighs> well, bro, this was in this was in twenty fourteen when when Crick dropped that. Like, yeah, it was, it was. That's they were they were for sure were never gonna look at him. That's true, and that's why. So that's why. Um, and this is the fan love conference. So the Grammy, the Grammy part of the achievements isn't gonna show love to most of these albums. I can tell you that right now because the way everything was separated, like the Critics Choice Conference, is more of like the more critically acclaimed albums. So true, that's like true. the ones that won the Grammys and the ones that were nominated. For the most Grammys over here is rated by fan user like Metacritic score. Mm. So these were the albums outside of the ones in the other conference that got the most like fan recognition. So I can tell you this now. No album is going to win this achievements section off of the Grammy portion. It'll give you some nice points, but you're going to have to bring it with Billboard and records. And even if an album does like walk away with it. There are two categories, success and achievements, that kind of lean towards the more successful albums, the ones that sold more. Mm-hmm. But standout tracks, cohesion and legacy, I, I think those categories are going to be, it'll be a lot yeah. easier for those smaller you albums to there. get in there. You, you know there. what I mean? Yeah, you got me there because, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. We That's an elf. That's an elf kind of like, they down too. <laughs> and, just in the, and just in the Grammy part, so then we look at Billboard. Uh, nothing was the same. Debuted at number one, spent well, 322 weeks on the chart, and it's still on the chart, actually. Racks. Uh, Catalactica debuted at number five, and it spent four weeks on the charts. So, you know, you already know how that goes. <laughs> Dub City. Um, and neither of the, the neither of the albums really had any records, so... Nothing was the same wins this by the strength of those first two categories, and it's up 2-0. Oh, 
but you know and not the one the same still actually has some records like i was going back and listening to it again and i just one didn't realize how much i was into drake back then uh-huh. and two i mean there were some cuts like az and drake had beat but they dropped one of the harder cuts on the album oh you're talking about pound cake yeah 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 okay so let's get into that let's get into the standout tracks so here's what we'll do you you list your standout tracks i'll tell you you know which ones i had in common and then any of the ones that we differ on will like you know have a conversation about so what were your standout tracks from nothing was the same so i had to kind of go through this a few times but furthest thing was i I did I, i didn't choose the like singles and the bangers and the radio jams because that would have i mean everyone was loving this like back then so i kind of went a different route but furthest thing because it just gets down that's like typical drake and his feelings true uh got a little iffy because a lot of bangers were on this album like and that's Either the thing. So, like, don't be afraid. <laughs> like, don't be afraid to like. If if you think it's a standout, no matter if it's like a single or if it was just like, yo, I got like nine songs, like however many, because you know it's gonna get cut down anyway by the time we like get to the ones we have in common and stuff. But like, you know, whatever you think is a standout, like, put it out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, dog. I mean, headlines. That's the only one I'm gonna throw in the mix and like just getting outside of the three because that was like wait which one i mean drake headlines oh, no, no that was, wait yeah that wait, was take care no, no 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 no. that was take care see that was this was a good time for drake <laughs> yeah, but um back to my original one then i picked the first half with like drake and hove going bars that was great and then all for me for the drake effect re- because like chains so it's like that's my second one and then 305 to my city oh okay okay all right so let me make this was a tough one let me sure i make sure i got your list right so you said 305 to my city pound cake all me uh furthest thing was that was that the ones you said yeah okay okay but, but the pound cake and all for me like those are for very specific reasons but i remember back as a youngin <laughs> those are the ones that were repeating my car the most that's real that's real so i had i had all me out of that list i had all me as well but i also had tuscan leather started from the bottom just because you know yeah that was the, yeah. it was like while i i can't really listen to that song now it, you, I just can't not put it on there. It was such a big hit for that album. Uh, Worst behavior. Hold on, we're yeah. going home. From time. The language. Uh, I think is that all I had? Yeah, and I had all me. So I had seven I don't even total. Blame you. I don't even blame you. So yeah. So now we gotta we gotta figure out which ones we have in common. So. I definitely agree with all me and I definitely agree with pound cake. So I'm a, I'm gonna agree with you on pound cake. Um, I'm willing to let go of a few of mine. Actually, 
I think Tuscan Leather has to be in there. I think that's a, such a dope intro. It's like especially because he they yes. flipped the beat three times yes. and he just kept rapping over it. He was floating back then. He was. He really was. This was the last great Drake album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it like, it really started to fall off after nothing was the same. Um, let me see. I think well, worst behavior okay, got to be that on back because did. If you reading this, if you reading this came after. So well, yeah. So, was, but technically, he considered a mixtape. Mix so I figured that's why you were Facts. saying that. Yeah. Boom. No, I'm right again. There we go. Um. So out of this list, are there any that you think have to be a standout? Started from the bottom. Worst behavior. Hold on, we're going home. From time, the language. Oh yeah, because I just have to pull it up to look at it again, and I could easily cut out. Uh, easily cut out the language. Like, hold on, we're going home. Okay. That okay. was global. Uh, worst behavior, that one tore the streets up. Oh, it really and did. it started from the bottom, like, everyone around the world was loving that one. It didn't matter who you was. Like, that was, that was a cut. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm willing to let go from time and the language. Um Hmm. Between furthest thing and three or five of my city from your list, I think furthest thing. I'm willing to drop furthest thing. Oh, for you're that. willing to drop yeah. furthest thing? Yeah, because after I said it, I was like, hmm, that was me just being <laughs> caught in my middle school feelings, <laughs> high school feelings. That's Maybe real. Was this 2013? Nah, I was middle school. Dumb. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. Tragic. <laughs> so three or five of my city, you think got to be there? Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because that was like a warning shot for if you're Like, that sounds the exact same that whole float through. That's real. That's real. Okay, so we got, in common, we got Tuscan Leather, Started from the Bottom, Worst Behavior, Hold On, We're Going Home, 305 to My City, Pound Cake, All Me. So seven. So that's good. Um, yeah. It's going to be a rough go for Catalactica here. Uh, and, it's, it's, that's, and that's the thing. Those are some tough songs like for, to go up against. It is. And for some of this, like, I mean, look, if we got to preemptively say Catalactica got to hold the L without taking the full one, fine. Cause <laughs> it was good. It just it went against Drake, bro. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, honestly, that's tough. And like, we don't even just, you know, to save time, we don't even need to like, really embarrassed Catalactica all the way here because <laughs> um, it, it is a good album um I thought my favorite songs from it were my sub part three soul food pay attention yep. do you love me but going up against this seven song slaughterhouse from Drake bro. right here it's not gonna happen so Dog, that's like if the Warriors had two extra all-stars and you just kind of sitting there like wait there's more absolutely absolutely <laughs> Um, if we look at cohesion and legacy, even though it's already lost, I think Catalactica would have taken the cohesion conversation. Yes. Um, because you know, like the concept that Big Crit employed, and just like how it plays from start to finish, is a lot smoother than nothing was the same. But I think with legacy, I think nothing was the same would have taken that too. So, you know, either way, Catalactica didn't have a have a good time there. And and really the re- uh, yeah I didn't um and I guess like look normally we don't we don't try to hop on Drake's Drake's nuts too often but for this <laughs> early 
like old Drake is like Miami Heat LeBron dude like there was no messing with them and he followed this he followed up take care take care with this yep yep it was Damn. you know it, it was it was the start of him going back to back to back to the finals like LeBron if we're being honest because and then he started making playlists <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we ain't gotta we ain't gotta talk about more life. It it, it, doesn't, it doesn't belong in this conversation. <laughs> Rough. Um, okay, so nothing was the same. Moves on the eight seed. You know, really coming in high, getting a win there. Um, all right, so let's move to the four five bandana versus live love ASAP. This was. Um, so this is are, are we good on swearing? Because oh yeah, no, you good, you good. This yeah. this one was fucked up, bro. Like <laughs> I know it's tough to you choose. You knew what you was doing. <laughs> I didn't even look. I didn't even do it. It was the it was the rankings, like the way the the critics or not the critics, the fans, their score oh, ranked them this bad. way. So you know, I I had no had no part in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. All right, well, here we go again. Um. Let's see. Oh, let's see. I have somebody in the somebody in the chat. Oh, Movie Man six ninety one said good call. When nothing was the same. He said I can only see the bracket. Is that correct? That is correct. Um, I just figured I'd keep it up here um, for the entire conversation just to. Um, Was bracket Movie Man sixty nine. Dope, especially because you know, um, unlike last week when I had two people in the studio, it's just like me talking to my computer. So I figured I'd just keep the bracket up. <laughs> um, hey, gotta get them something. True. All right, so let's let's jump into it. Success. So this is actually a tough one. So the most info I could find about Bandana is that it sold 16,604 in the first week. That's as far as we know. Um, it hasn't been certified gold. Mysterious. I know. It, it hasn't been Thanks certified. Gibbs, huh? yeah, absolutely. It doesn't have a gold certification. So I know it's between that 16,000 and that 500,000. So we'll leave it at that. Live Love ASAP was a mixtape. So the way I had been doing mixtapes is I had a, a simple conversion. and We can discuss whether you think it should be higher or lower. I said one unit sold being equal to three downloads because I think a unit sold is more important than a download because it takes more motivation to buy something than it does to download. Hell yeah. Now, are you OK with it being Hell like yeah. one equal to three downloads? Do you think it should be higher? Nah, because like. The other thing, like, and that's not even the caveat to knock on you, but, like, conventional downloads, unconventional downloads, like, there are so many more. Because, like, what, when Long Live ASAP, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure niggas was still using XTorrent. I think I still was. Oh, yeah, this was, was 2011. 2010. Oh, yeah. oh, wait, no, 2010, I was in high school then. All right, word, word. So I was, I still wasn't legit. But, oh, I was using Rap Godfathers. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I got this off, like, Dat Piff or Live Mixtapes or something Yo. like that. Feds can't keep them down. Okay, okay. So if we're if we're saying three downloads is equal to one unit sold, on that piff alone, Live Love ASAP was downloaded two million twenty nine thousand two hundred and six times. So by that by that conversion, it's equal to almost seven hundred thousand units sold. So Live Love ASAP goes up one zero. You are you okay with that? Because I'm also open uh, to I'm it so being okay a tie. That, okay, okay. And I that, think, could, that could segue into early, like later categories. But think about how many other people have downloaded and re-uploaded, and you know there's a super chopped and screwed version of Long Live ASAP yeah, out there that someone's true. bumping right now. That's very true. 
Uh, okay, okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Live Love ASAP going up by one. Um, achievements, I don't even really need to go into all three categories. There were, there were no Grammy nominations or wins for either album. Nice. Uh, no records for either album. And Billboard, Bandana debuted at 21. It spent three weeks on the chart. But Live Love ASAP is a mixtape, so it didn't even have the opportunity for that. So I consider this How a tie. How did it last in people's minds, though? <laughs> See, but you can't measure that. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh, Movie Man uh, has a point. He said downloading was also much bigger back then. So back in the time when <laughs> Live Love ASAP came out. Oh, um, thanks. So... Thanks. I'm I'm open to achievements. I think this is just a tie. We'll just call it a tie because there was not really anything substantial from either album. So the the score is one to zero to one. If you're cool with that, I'm down. I'm down. Okay. All right. So let's jump into standout tracks. Um, let's start with "Live Love ASAP." So we're gonna we're gonna try and figure out which ones we have in common. For me. Live Love ASAP, I've got Palace, I've got Peso, I've got Brand New Guy, I've got Purple Swag, and I've got Trilla. What what did you have? So, yeah. Um I vividly remember this album. Like this was <laughs> this is one of the few albums that I didn't have to actually go through and like really try to pay attention to what I was doing. Like mm-hmm. all this shit's ingrained. Yep. But to your point, um bass Goddamn peso, of course. Okay. Uh, damn, going down this list. I, what's up? Not a standout. It hits though. True. Brand new guy for sure. Okay. Purple swag without a doubt. Okay. I, I agree with you on Trilla. Okay. And you know, Kissing Pink did it for me. Okay. Okay. I think that was I think that was a low key standout. Okay, so in in common we have Peso, Brand New Guy, Purple Swag, Trilla. Uh, you added Bass and Kissing Pink. I added Palace. Um, I'm willing to let go of Palace. Um, I think I uh, got in my head last week about how I don't like intros. Or like I never I we were we were Yo, doing this we were doing this last I week. Fuck with that. Like we were doing this last week and I was trying to figure out we were trying to figure out what the standouts were. And Joe kept saying like intros to a lot of things and I never had them on my list. And I was like, yo, what do I have against intros being standout songs? And so I think I probably went overboard with Palace here, so I'm willing to drop that. Um I'm I'm willing to give you bass to over Kiss and Pink. Unless you think that Kiss and Pink has to nah, be Nah, because I would I'd rank bass over Kiss and Pink. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But wait, no, hold up though. I'm just seeing something though, Purple Swag. It's chapter two. And I remember not fucking with that one. Really? See, I, I still liked it. It had um Space Ghost Perp and ASAP Nast on it. Um yeah. it was kinda yeah, it was kinda a revamp of the of the original, but I still thought it was good, you know. I'm about to disagree with you. Okay, okay. I mean it's just like <clears throat> that's so hard it's like if you got double stuffed oreos and then oreo comes out with quadruple stuff and you like uh kind of okay with the last thing like even though <laughs> i can get it all the time like he just threw the normal purple swag on there 
Like, that... That is a good point. He, he fucked with something that shouldn't have been fucked with. Okay, okay. In I'm, my humble opinion. You know what? Also, I agree with you there. I agree with you. I think it's it's good, but it's definitely not as good as the original. So Also, Loki, it's kind of fuck space go perp. I don't know what their beef was, but I definitely feel like he was on the wrong side of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um. Okay. So then we got four for Live Love ASAP. We got Peso, brand new guy, Trilla Bass. All right, let's go to Bandana. I had Crime Pays, Palm Olive, Giannis, Practice, Freestyle Shit, and Half Man, Half Cocaine. Six. Uh, which of those do you agree with? Or what else? What did you have in common? What else did you have? So I'll name what was different. Um, Flat Tummy Tea. Mm, yes. That was close to um, me. That shit is just an M body man of his whole steez like have you seen that man's instagram story i have i have it is iconic it is bonkers that's like i mean that's basically what flat tummy tea is like if, in any other medium like mm. he goes nuts and mm. really really doesn't hold back but that's not to say he did the other times because like uh if we look at situations that was a good one okay did you say situations no no i didn't have that one yeah, because that was because Thread doesn't slow it up that often. He did like on this uh, this one album he had. It was a mixtape with Currency. Like he kind of slowed it up and got funky with it. But like this was kind of a return to that. And I don't know how long ago it was, but it was a minute. So that was just kind of a refreshing thing. And then you, I don't know how you miss education, dog. Mm, oh, uh, with uh, with most definite, right? Yo, yeah, I tweaked. I tweaked. That's definitely tripping. Get a movie, man. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Okay, so which ones uh did you agree with? So I had Crime Pays, Palm Olive, Giannis Practice, Freestyle Shit, Half Man, Half Cocaine. Cause we gotta go with the ones we got in common. Half man coke half man cocaine could get could go. Could go. Okay. I'm I'm fine with that. But you're cool with the other Only ones? Only because of what it stands up against. True. Um in comparison, so what's that put like? Mm, no. I, I'm cool with those. Because okay. when I went back, to, I, I lost. I low key forgot about practice. Yeah, and it's it's really good. Like it's become one of my favorites, to be honest. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we got crime pays, palm olive, Giannis, practice, freestyle shit, flat tummy t education, going up against live love asaps, peso, brand new guy, trilla bass. Uh, best batch of songs. I think it's got to be Bandana, don't you? Yeah, um, and really it's because I think with Rocky on this cut, he was it was more show and prove, mm-hmm. but in a different way than Freddie. Like Freddie was trying to like bring the noise, like "Yo, I could put this shit together. We don't do one off." Mm-hmm. And Rocky was like, "Let me just show y'all what I can do." So That's for real. all these packages of songs, like. You get Freddie in like a bunch of different ways, but at his like truest of ways, like he's been riding those waves for a hot minute and it shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, him and him and Matt Lib, you know, they have been doing this for for a while now. Like besides Ooh. Pinata and Bandana, they have like so many other mixtapes. And I think that, you know, they really found their 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 flow and how they can work the best together on this one. Like it was just so smooth, so consistent. Uh, and this actually 
this actually, you know, segues into the cohesion category. We're given we're given best standout tracks to Bandana easily. One to one to one is the series. Yeah. Cohesion, I think this also goes to Bandana. Um Freddie and Mad Lib are like they're in tune with each other. Mad Lib's beats, which he made mm-hmm. all on an iPad, by the way, they complement Freddie's rapping perfectly. I did not know. Yeah, that. he made oh, every beat on right. an iPad, bro. My nigga, Apple needs to get that man a deal. <laughs> Cut the fuck. They do. They do. Um, Bandana, it never breaks pace. Like it is strong from start to finish. Standout tracks throughout the entire album. Like I think. Live Love ASAP is good, but I think it kind of, as far as cohesion goes, it loses a little steam towards the end. Um, So I think Bandana takes a two-to-one-to-one lead here. Normally, I got bones to pick in any given circumstance just because I'm all about disaster and destruction, but that's (laughs) one where I won't because this is, like you said, this is the one where, like, Mad Lib and them finally did it. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was the streets catching on, what the marketing was behind it, or just... Freddie and Mad Lib having more time to do their thing and Freddie getting more hot. But mm-hmm. yes, because also that like this was an album that's very memorable. It stands out in all ways. But I had to go back and listen to it just because I needed to figure out where songs were switching and which song was which. Like <laughs> yeah. I had no idea because I'd listen to it back to back. And if something came on, I was like, oh, damn, this shit goes hard. Mm-hmm. No brainer. No brainer. I'm with you. OK, so the score is two to one to one in favor of bandana so here's we got one category left legacy if bandana has a greater legacy than live love asap bandana wins the category if live love if we think live love asap has a better legacy it's tied and we go to a tiebreaker so i'll I'll let you start what which album has the greatest legacy which one will be most important in 10 years which one has held up the the greatest what do you what do you think um, by far, long live ASAP. Cause, just because it's damn near ten years out, and like it still came back in this way. But like, I mean, if, let's let's think about it this way: if this was on streaming platforms, it'd probably be a lot higher. Mm. And in that sense, too, it's like, hey, oh shit! Oh, never mind, never mind. Something happened. Uh, <laughs> yo, but if we think about it, like. We talked about kind of this hodgepodge, but all these ways that Rocky did, he nailed them for a while, and he definitely nailed them here. But, like, he never fell off after that. Like, this was my intro to let you know on steroids, and it was a whole mixtape. And then, like, all the content around it, Purple Swag video, Peso video, thousand people were like, who the fuck is Rocky? And then he put Schoolboy Q on, and Q was banging for a while and rocky threw him a dime so that's true this was 2011 so he hadn't put out oxymoron yet he had probably just put out like setbacks or maybe habits and contradictions i can't remember i can't remember how early he released those but yeah i agree this was the asap mobs intro to the world yams was still kicking r.i.p true true okay okay uh, see, see, I don't. I think, I think Bandana's legacy. So let me here. This is my opportunity to try and convince you of Bandana. If we can't agree, then we'll take it to a tiebreaker. So oh, here we go. So I agree with you. Um, debut mixtape from Rocky came out hard. The beautiful combination of Rocky and Casino. It introduced us to Rocky's coolness, his charisma, 
Uh, he was magnetic. The production and like his personality on the tracks told us we were in for something special. Um, but I just think that Bandana's legacy is a whole different beast. Like Freddie Gibbs and Madlib have taken us on a journey over the past decade. Two well-appreciated albums in Pinata and Bandana and even more mixtapes that don't get enough love. I think Bandana heavily improved on the success of Pinata. It was one of the best hip-hop albums released last year. Freddie Gibbs was an even better lyricist. Um, And I think that the legacy of Bandana also is important because it shows that, you know, a lot of people don't know that Freddie Gibbs, he was a solo artist that, like, failed, like, miserably before he he linked up with Mad Lib. Like, he had a deal with, like, I forget who he had a deal with, but he tried to go the mainstream route, radio singles, failed horribly. Um, He signed a Jeezy's label, that didn't work out, and then he kind of, you know... Wait, what? Yeah, he was on CTE. I think it's... Is it CTE, Jeezy's label? I think it's CTE, whatever it's... Yeah. It's called CTE? I think so. I'm pretty... All right, let me... Let me, oh, let me, let me look I, it up in case I'm wrong. I'll be changed that shit. Uh, nope. CTE World. Corporate Thugs Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he... How I feel about that shit. I know, it's, it's terrible. So, yeah, he, he signed to them. It didn't work out. Uh, and then he linked up with Mad Lib and his career kind of, you know, skyrock started to skyrocket very slowly. And Bandana, I think, is where at the top of of that that peak. Um, it's it's underrated because, you know, because Freddie Gibbs and Mad Lib aren't as popular as, you know, we think they should be. A lot of people, people are down to forget about them. What do you say? People are down to forget about. them. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Um, so that's why I think Bandana's legacy is greater. Um, if you still disagree, we can take it to a tiebreaker. I'm completely fine with that. We might have to, because I, you got to think about this. Like, I mean, look, I'm not going to put this on Gen Z, but (laughs) who are they more likely to go back into the archives and listen to Gangsta Gibbs Oh, Generation Who's Z. Gonna, oh yeah, yeah. I, I will give you. I will give you or that. Rocky. I will give you that. Rocky like, is more more in tune with the you know the younger generation for sure. That's an easier pill to swallow for them cats. Like you'd be like, yeah, I I could tell my brother right now to listen to Bandana, and if I didn't have to sell him on it, I don't think he'd even do that shit. I agree with you. I I, I know your brother, and I definitely agree with you on. He'd be like, "Where's that NLE chopper?" I'd be like, "My nigga." <laughs> Okay, all right, so we're going to a tiebreaker. Here's how the tiebreaker works. We take the best song from each album. The best song wins. So The best song, capital, all caps? So, like, yeah, we take what we think is the best right. song from each album. They go head-to-head. The better song wins. So let's start with, with Live Love ASAP. What do you think is the best song? Hmm. peso Ooh, i agree i agree i agree peso, if purple swag the original was on this this mixtape i think that would be the answer but i think i think peso is the best i'm okay. kind of glad because i would have disagreed on you like peso was like normally an intro track and granted this wasn't one is like a thesis statement 
Bro, mm-hmm. Peso was a thesis for this man's whole career. <laughs> like, woof. Okay, okay. So now Bandana. I think Palm Olive is the best song. What, is, what do you think? I mean, well, yeah, and yeah, I think if it's weird, but if Killer Mike wasn't on that hook, I don't know if I would think the same. Oh, if it was just if it was just Freddie Gibbs and Pusha T, if it or if it was someone else, like Killer Killer is the glue. Hmm. But I agree. And and that's why I think and that's why I think it moves on here. Like you take you got Freddie Gibbs rapping better than he's ever rapped. You got Pusha T with a a damn near verse of the year candidate for sure. And you have one of the best rappers in the game, Killer Mike, and he and he's just doing the hook, keeping everything together over a dope dope beat by Madlib that he made on his iPad and as good as Peso is and as good as like that that thesis statement is and it was the lead single for Lil Love ASAP I don't think I don't think it touches Bandana so do you think okay or okay, I don't think it okay. touches so uh, Palm do you Olive think, do you think that Palm Oil would outlast Peso in terms of legacy I think so I think so I, I think it's it's the better song um, and I think can you can you say the entire first verse of palm oil pa- but palm olive not peso palm oil yes but peso I probably you go rap I probably know more lines right now if you tried I probably know more lines than palm olive to be honest <laughs> if we're being honest what. <laughs> Yes, I listened to that song so many times last year. It made it, or whenever, yeah, last year, it made it into my playlist, my cue playlist. So whenever I was listening to music, I put that playlist on, and that song was in the playlist. So I've I've heard Push's verse so many times, you know. And yes, I do. Did it push I, you into the top one percent? Did it what? Did it push you in the top one percent for listening? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Spotify did that, bro. You know who I was the top one percent listener to? Oh, it was Future, Future wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, dog. That shit was. That was bad. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I think. I think you wanted something because the thing is, I was a, I was a Rocky fan before Freddie. Mm-hmm. Been following Freddie the whole time. ASAP been fell off, so a lot of tug and pull, and. But I gotta, I gotta stay true to a route that I didn't know and pick bandana and get on your get on your get on the. Show. Okay, okay. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we can see eye to eye there. <laughs> I'm willing to come down a little bit, you know, because that taller, but it's cool. That would have been the I, I was upset. On a, I, was on a, I was on a high horse. <laughs> that would have been the upset of this bracket. <laughs> yeah, dog. I don't even know why I thought that shit was gonna go through initially. I was tripping. That was close though. I that that is the first matchup to get down to a tiebreaker in this entire competition. So I'm glad you could be here for it. Hot, hot takes only. <laughs> so Bandana moves on, getting that third win in a tiebreaker. It'll be Bandana versus Nothing Was the Same in the next round. 
So that'll be that'll be special. That actually will be interesting. Um. All right. Two seven. A tribe called Quest. Their sixth and final album. Uh, we got it from here. Thank you for your service. Released in November 2016. Versus Eve. Rhapsody's third album released in August of last year. Uh, success. Let's start with success. Um, Eve hasn't been certified, so it sold less than five hundred thousand. But beyond that, I have no idea how many albums it sold. It's really frustrating how hard it is to find album sales numbers on the internet. Bro. It's impossible. And I was gonna say, like, I'm looking at this now again. Uh-huh. Just because I have been throughout, and I, yo, I feel you, dog. This, now you, now we know how act feels. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Especially when niggas dog him out. That shit is so funny, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so sensitive. <laughs> um, so we know that Eve has sold less than five hundred thousand. We got it from here. Sold at least five hundred thousand. Has a gold record, so it takes a one zero lead here. Yeah, I mean that's that's easy too. I mean, yeah. Yep. We'll get into other reasons later, but for sure. Um, there's some. Let's see achievements. No Grammy nominations or wins for either album, so that's a tie. Um, Eve debuted at 76 on Billboard. Spent one week on the chart. We got it from here. Debuted at number one. Spent 15 weeks on the chart, so it takes a slight lead. And then when it comes down to yeah. records broken, there were no records for Eve, but we got it from here, marked the longest time between number one albums for a hip-hop act. So they got to number one with this album 20 years prior in 1996, they got a number one album. So uh, they hold that record. Shit. We got it from here. It takes a 2-0 lead. Yeah, dog, because I didn't even know that stat existed. Yeah, bro, I, I did my research. You I feel put me? it through. <laughs> put it through. I, you, hey, you want it. You want it. <laughs> um, let's talk about standout tracks. Um, let's go E first. So I've got eight. I've got Nina. And, Sorry, go ahead. Nah, that was kind of why this was the one album where I was I kind of couldn't pick standout tracks like. Because it's so many. All, all of them hit. And they're all named after famous black women. I yep. didn't realize that until I put it together looking at this track list on Wikipedia earlier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's Eve is the name, bro. Yes, man. Yeah. Like, she, she took this concept name. and she ran with it. God um, damn. But go on with your eight. Kobe. So, so I got <laughs> facts. So I got Nina, <laughs> which was the, the intro. Um, I got Cleo, I got Oprah, Serena, Ibtihaj, Maya, Sojourner, which was the one with J. Cole, and Hatshepsut, the one with Queen Latifah. Those are my eight. What you got? Well, let's give it a go. Because I think for me, this was like, I do have three. And I, I, well, no, I have a few, but this this album was an experience, really. That's... That's what made this shit so hard. Like, and, mm, okay, but anyway, how you Ibithage, the one with Jizz and Deanne. Like, oh, Ibithage, yeah, yeah. Yeah, off top. Iman, yes. 
Um, shout outs to Sir for just keeping it moving. Like, okay, you okay. Didn't, you don't even notice he's on a song. Like, I didn't catch that until I looked at it again after. Uh, um, obviously, Sir Jordan, that isn't really hit. True. Um, Serena. Yep. That was it. And then, um, obviously, has. Damn, bro, these names are hard. Yeah, they are. They are. The one, the one with Queen Latifah. Because, like, when's the last time Queen Latifah did a verse? Exactly. This is a standout just because she got Queen Latifah to give her 16 or more. You know what I mean? Like, you know she didn't even fucking call her for that. She, like, hi, I have a question for you, ma'am. Like, <laughs> damn. Um... Okay, I'm willing to give you Iman, the one with with Sir and or not Sir with Jid and I can't remember who else is on it. Um, I'm willing to let go. I cannot let go of Cleo. Like I think Cleo, I think Cleo got to be on there. Let me and see. This is where we get lost in, in the saw. Cleo was one. I. F- Oh, wait a minute. This makes a lot more. Yeah, Cleo, Cleo got to be on there. Okay. I'm okay. I'm tweaking. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because Cleo was the one that got me hooked. Okay, yeah, I agree. And, I mind agree. You, the re- and mind you, the reason why some of these are fresh is because this pushed me to listen to some of these albums for the first time that I hadn't before. Mm-hmm. This was one of them. And damn. She went hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, so even if we stop there, that's that's six songs: Cleo, Serena, Ibtihad, Sojourner, Hat Shepsut, and Iman. Um, I'm cool with because this is also one of the ones where it's like we're gonna probably be the most at a consensus on. <laughs> true, true. I agree. Um, Fantastic out. So let's do. We got it from here. What are your what are your standouts? So I kind of went with this three rule for some reason when I went. But first off, um whatever will be that was a cut. Okay. Mobius. I agree. Sound like yeah. Um ego and then if we kind of look at some of the ones kind of in my mid-tier, still stand out. I mean, which one was the blanking on the name? The one where he called out Trump, bro. Oh, that was probably either the space program or We the People. Yeah, We the People, bro. That, ooh. That was, that was, a, and then after that, Kids. Okay, okay. So you had... All right, hold on. Let me make sure I get this. So you had Ego. You had Mobius. You had We the People. You had Kids. Was that it? And, uh... B. Oh, whatever will be, you said. Uh, Ego and Mobius. Okay. So in common, we have... Mobius, we have We the People, 
um, and we have whatever will be. Um, I also added, uh, I added Conrad Tokyo, and I added the space program. Mm. Conrad Tokyo is the one that had Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Um, the space program was the intro track, and I think, I think you know, it being the first track we heard from them, uh, coming off that long hiatus. I think it's got to be there because it was so dope. It was a nice thesis statement for the album. So, Look at you recovering from that heat with the no intro tracks. I, I know. See. That's two in hey, a row. That's what we do. <laughs> we get better. We get better. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with those two, though. Because okay. for an album also that, one, has a side A and side B, like it's a yes, fucking 90s true. cut still. True. But to that point, two, they did their thing. They did some things differently, that's for sure. Like, this generation, I was kind of like, whoa, like, this. But they still kept the sound. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, okay, so you had Ego and Kids. I, I, I'd i rather give you... Um, I'd rather give you Ego over Kids, I think. What do you think? I could... And- Realistically, Kids was just kind of like a favorite, probably anything, because Three Stacks was on it, and mm. he really playing games with us. That's, that's true. That's true. Sides the point, because actually, you know, they, I'm changing my mind. I, I think Kids is better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm playing them back in my head, and I'm like, nah, I, I'm, I'm with Kids. I'm with Kids. I, I might actually. Yeah, I'll give you kids. I'll give you kids. Well, nah, well. Are I you think changing your mind now? Thinking, nah, because, like, an ego. But, like, I started to think about it and play it back in. We could parlay on this one. Oh, wait, you broke up a little toward the end. What'd you say about parlaying? We could parlay this one. We, 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 we talking Eve. Eve had hella standout, and I'm okay with that. Some of these, like, they all going back. Like, I think this is one of them. Oh, so are you, are you so saying? I think we could do. I think we could do both. Oh, but, oh, I see what, what, what you feel. Ego and kids. I got you. I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm with that. Okay. So here's here's the here's the matchup. We got Eve, Cleo, Serena. Ibtihaj, Sojourner, Hatshepsut, Iman. Six songs. And we got We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service, The Space Program, We The People, Mobius, Conrad, Tokyo, Ego, Kids, Whatever Will Be. What's the best batch of songs? I mean... I gotta go with Tribe. Um... Because it's also, I mean, this is where they kind of have the benefit of having a concept as bringing themselves. Like, you get all the different versions of them. The whole traditional classic tribe. Mm. Not a knock on, not a knock on Rhapsody, but I'm not sure. 
See, this this is tough. This was uh this this track conversation was one of the toughest ones I had when I was doing the research. Um, I think this is, I think this is Rhapsody's best album. Um, and I think that she is rapping harder than she ever has in her life. And, but she's also doing it with such ease that like she, she came out throwing shots on this album. I think she started that on Nina and it bled into Cleo. Like, and we had never seen Rhapsody getting like kind of confrontational on wax like i just think she made so many better songs and like even when you think of um like just all of the the people that she had featured uh especially considering she got d'angelo and jizzo on ipsy Hodge, you know uh queen latifah on hashipsut uh jid on iman like i just think the best songs i think it's got to go to eve but we we don't have to agree here What, what, but 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 have mm-hmm. I convinced you? You have, because okay. you got me back on board with my original thought process of okay, she did a lot of the unthinkable in that respect. She really brought a lot of the. I think she because I was thinking okay. She may have done her thing, but she also did it in a way where it really threw her forward. So, mm. uh, but I still feel like, hmm. Let me, nah. So let me, let me say think this. Think about it with Tribe. Think about it with Tribe. Uh-huh. Think about it with Tribe. They did what they did, but like, think about also like the pound for pound nature of these features. Queen Latifah, Andre 3000, did mm-hmm. Kendrick Lamar. Not to say that they're in the same boat by any means, but similar flows. Right, similar right. Flows. You keep bust the bus. And then if we're talking about, I mean, you got to think. For well, I guess not fight RIP, but Q Tip right. really to just like throw himself forward into the times with all the old school sound. Yeah, I, I I see what you're saying, but also so let me let's do this for posterity. Like we got it from here is up two zero right now. Um, and between cohesion and legacy. I think we have uh, an even deeper conversation coming on down the line. Um, I think let's let's put a pin in the standout tracks right now and let's talk cohesion and legacy because we got it from here is up 2-0. If it wins either of those tracks, it advances. So let's let's just consider this a tie for now and we'll come back to it if we need to. But cohesion and legacy could decide the matchup either way. So let's do that. I'm cool with that because these are actually really good. But they, they might be. What? Oh, wait, you, you broke up toward the end there. I didn't hear you. Damn, back on the problems again. How about we? How... Uh, yeah, it's still breaking up. We're doing so well. <laughs> Yo, that was a real good high streak. Though. All right, that's better. I'll take that's better. one technical difference. 
All right, we smooth? Yeah, I think we're good for now. All right, uh, let's jump. Let's do cohesion. Um, I think we got it from here, had cohesion, but not like Eve. Like, number one, her naming each song after a black woman that inspired her. And then you can you can hear the inspiration in every song. Like, I'm pretty sure she named Cleo after Queen Latifah's character and set it off. And you can hear that and how wow. hard she goes in that song, in the lyrics, the delivery. She took the concept and she let it play through the entire album. And it was bangers the entire way. I think Cohesion is easily Eve by Rhapsody. But you also know... So just thought on the note of just it being the best by far mm-hmm. and the cohesion it's chronological because think about cleo when was that i don't know when that movie came out but then you got serena after that Aaliyah somewhere around there oh i see what you're saying that's kind of crazy i didn't even think of that like this is front to back cohesion like all types of layers yeah she put a lot of thought into this and like while <laughs> we're saying that shit like she didn't put thought into it. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, right. damn, bro, she can think it. <laughs> and like while we got it from here is good, I don't think they like specifically like went into this like trying to make a cohesive album. Like they just wanted to like make their comeback album, their final album. They wanted to, you know, show people they still got it. But I think cohesion easily goes to Eve. And honestly, yeah, because also you think about like I'm sure they could have put Fife on a lot of different tracks, but they probably had a limited supply because they put this out after he passed. Yes, exactly. And so, okay, so that transitions 2-1. And so now it comes down to Legacy. And honestly, it's going to take you to push me one way or another because when I, I sat down and thought about this, I think that Legacy goes to Tribe and that would give them the win. So let me just let me just tell you my the facts that I I gathered and then you can you can push me one way or another. So first off, we got it from here was the first album from a tribe called Quest in 18 years. It was the last time Fife Dog would be recorded before he passed. It was the album that they decided to record after those attacks in Paris that caused them to put aside their differences. That caused them to put aside their differences and record more music after they had broken up years before. Um, they were proven that they still got it, that they were still relevant with their social commentary. It provided comfort during a tough time because this album was released three days after Trump was elected. Um, Eve Damn. is an amazing album that saw Rhapsody taking a victory lap after her successful album, Layla's Wisdom. She finally started to get the credit she deserves for being one of the best MCs in the game, even though she's been out for so long. Um, Then she delivered the best album in her discography. She stayed true to herself. She remained tuned in to the culture. Those are the facts about both of those albums. And when I put those side by side, when I think of what will mean more 10 years from now, I think we got it from here has the greater legacy. It was their last album. It was them coming back like they never left. It was the last mm-hmm. verses we'll hear from Fife Dog. Like, I think when it comes down to legacy, Eve is an amazing album. One of the best albums to be released um, in 20, 2019. But I don't think it can hold up to the legacy of Tribe. 
that's facts. And honestly, I'm not even going to really dig into any of those pieces as terms of a critique because right there with you. Like, for Eve, I think it really was like, I right, look, y'all think it's just Nikki. It's not. Like, mm-hmm. this was when she was like, yo, I am here. I got to say, let you know it. Let you know how I'm going to say it. All of that. Like, Rhapsody came with it. But tried. This is the this is the when the poor matchup comes through. Like Absolutely. Because if you don't got it like that, I mean it, you got it, but the other side. If there were any other album from probably from this side in this matchup, like this might have gone differently. But the fact that they had the success on their side, that gave them an easy 2-0 lead. And then the fact that the legacy is just so you you can't you can't overlook it's, the it. legacy already happened, bro. Like they <laughs> legacy been chilling like for twenty years, and they was. Oh wait, I didn't. I think you cut out. I didn't hear the last part. I mean, they just said it was time to drop another album. Back with. When... Yeah. <sighs> I. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's tough. Yeah, I hey. I didn't want it to go this way, but I think I think we made the right decision here. I think I think it, it I think it moves past. Rhapsody will understand. Oh, yeah, I I, I think they will. Movie yeah. man, movie man said in the chat, "I'm devastated to see Eve go, but I can't and won't fault Tribe Legends both." So I agree with that. I agree with that. Big facts. All right, let's move on to the last matchup of this division. Summertime 06 versus My Name is My Name. Um, success. Uh, the most I know is that Summertime 06 sold 13,776 units in the first week. There are no reports past that. But My Name is My Name sold at least 182,000. So it takes a 1-0 lead. Yeah, that's real quick. You know what? Now we know why he ain't got no album sales after that. He's like, shit. Thirteen G's. Yeah, that's that's not a lot. That's not great. That's not great. <laughs> it was probably just oh, not enough Lord. for them to even consider making a, a report to update those numbers. It was like, yeah, Yo, I think maybe, we're good here. Just called them and they were like, "Bro, thirteen G's. Come back later." <laughs> Facts. Okay, so achievements. The Grammys and the records part of this are a wash. No Grammy nominations, no records. So it comes down to Billboard. Summertime 06 debuted at 39, spent two weeks on the chart. My Name Is My Name debuted at four, spent 11 weeks on the chart. So I think My Name Is My Name takes achievements and goes up 2-0 unless you you disagree. Nah, bro, numbers don't lie. And, like, Push is one of those artists, like, whenever he drops, like, Either you listen because you always want to, or mm-hmm. you listen because you feel like you kind of doubt. Me. True, and you can't admit it, and the numbers don't lie. True. Um. All right, let's jump. I want to do something different here. Let's jump to cohesion and legacy, and then we'll do standout tracks to end it. Um, cohesion. I think that my name is my name is an amazing debut from Pusha T. So this was his debut album, came out October 2013. This is also Vince's debut album, came out June 2015. So debut versus debut. Um, 
pushes starts very strong, but I think it slightly falters because he has some like radio heavy tracks. Like this is before Daytona. So he's not doing like seven songs. Don't care about the radio, just hard, concise bars. Like he threw a little radio in there. Like he had um, a song with Chris Brown on there. I can't remember the name of it. Um, Sweet Serenade is the name of it. Um, and it's just like there are a few radio tracks like that that take up some space toward the end of the album that I think kind of throws off the cohesion. Summertime 06, however, was a double disc album, 60 minutes in length, and there are no skips on that album. Like I, I can listen to Summertime 06 today. I actually just did it the other day and go straight Bro, from... Summertime is a movie. It is a movie. It's so cinematic. The production is cohesive and it ties Vince's rhymes together perfectly. I think that Summertime 06 should get on the board here with Cohesion. Yeah, and I'm also glad you brought up that Chris Brown track because I definitely didn't listen to My Name Is My Name often front to back. I actually mm-hmm. don't think when I was that age, I didn't at all until now. Mm-hmm. That shit threw me off, bro. I was like, why the fuck is this Chris Brown song right now? Like, <laughs> when has he ever done a song with Chris Brown? What? It's random. It's random. And I think the only reason is he's trying to he was he was caring a little bit. It was his debut. He wanted them radio hits, you know, to make the the sales a little bigger. And I mean he got the sales, 182. That's not nothing to to you know be mad at, but when it comes to cohesion, I don't think he can take this one. Nah man, it's it's an album that sounds like a mixtape. Facts. Absolutely. Alright, so let's do legacy. Uh, it's 2-1 in favor of My Name Is My Name. Legacy, if Summertime 06 could win it uh, or could tie it for My Name Is My Name, it could win it. So, uh, debut album versus debut album. Um, Pusha's debut saw the resurrection of his career. It gave everyone hope mm-hmm. for what a successful career could look like from him. He had beats from yep. Kanye and Pharrell, so the production didn't fail him. But I think in hindsight, the albums that he released after this kind of overshadowed the legacy of this album because he had he had that Darkest Before Dawn and he had Daytona. And I think both of those are kind of just like more like the pusher that we know now and that they kind of like, you know, kind of even though my name is my name has some bangers. Like, I think that Mm -hmm. his later albums are more him than this was now Vince. This, you know, I've personally been hoping for Vince to drop an album to live up to Summertime 06 for a long time. Yeah. He's released two albums and an EP since then. And I think this is still his most important work. Um, Although I will say Big Fish Theory, FM, those are good projects. But he went in. They they made in comparison. Like, absolutely. We hold on to this this one. Like, every time he drops, we like, yo, is he back time vibes? Nope, he on auto tune. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. And like, this was his debut, and he went double disc. He had production by No ID, Clams Casino, DJ Dahi. Like, they produced the entire album, and they gave him perfect production for his coming of age story. He sounds right at home, yep. telling his story. He provided a voice to a lot of people like him um, with the stories that he told. I think that this album is so much more important to his career then my name is my name and to hip hop. I think it advanced. Oh, he been cushy off summertime. Yes. Yes. So I think you agree. It ties with legacy. 
Yup. Okay. Ooh, it's gonna get hard. So mo so the standout tracks. I'll start with my name is my name. I had four. Numbers on the board. Nostalgia. King Push and Hold On, the one with Rick Ross. Those are my four. What'd you have? I also had the one with Rick Ross off top. Okay. Um definitely numbers on the board. Suicide. That was oh. a good one. Low key, but even though it's it's still kind of a bubble under the surface. I agree with that. Pop, bro. Like, I agree with that. I'll give you suicide. It really hate. Uh, apart from suicide, I don't think that there are any more surprises. So I can just keep it straight up, just saying that the other standout was who I am. Who I am. Okay. No no nostalgia for you? I mean, yeah, well. Kendrick? Ah, yeah. That. Bro, the whole. whole, if If it was just a pusher song, I don't think it would be a standout for me. But the way Kendrick took the whole, like comparing like his rapping and his his converses to slanging dope like the way he did that it was just so dope that it took the song to a whole new level for me i lost sight of kendrick so that's one where i get more so of oversight but we can throw that on the mutual list because you you right and who i am that was the one with big sean and uh uh, two chains. Two chains. Yeah, okay. Okay. I was slapped. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. And I'll let King Push go. So we got numbers on the board. Hold on. Nostalgia. Suicide. Who I am. Five. Boom. All right. Summertime. Oh six. I had six. Um, I had lift me up. I had dope man. I had jump off the roof. I had summertime. I had North North, and I had CNB. What'd you have? All right, so I on the list. So I had first off, that one got me. That one. Oh, wait, wait, uh, fix your mic a little. I didn't, I didn't hear what you said. We straight now. Uh, that's better. Yeah. All right. So what'd you have? Boom. So we had Jump Off the Roof. Yes. That's my favorite song about the album, easily. Yeah, and that was the one, like, if I were to go back to archives, it'd probably. uh, Senorita. That one, it's like a bubble, but that one. Wait, which one? Definitely, definitely. Senorita. Oh, Senorita. Okay, got you, got you. C and B for sure. Yes. No, I don't. And see, those are like, for me at least, the true, true standouts. But North North. Yep. That song's come. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to cut it at North North. Okay, okay. Um... All right, so we had I'll, I I will definitely take Senorita. I agree with that. So in common, we got CMB North North Senorita jump off the roof. I had lift me up, dope man, and summertime left. Um, I, I can X summertime. That's more just like a personal standout, but I can see why it wouldn't be other people's. I think either lift me up or dope man got to be on there. I think lift me up over dope man. 
got to be there. I think that was the first track, actually, and it just really set the tone for the album. It was so dope. And I was going to say, at first I thought that Lift Me Up had the No ID dope man, but they got both, which totally makes sense as to why they possibly could be the last two to hold. Mm. Also, where's Kilo Kishpin? I don't know. I don't know. That's that's actually a, that's oh, a good question. Oh, she's been dropping shit. Oh wow, yeah. I just went to her Wikipedia. Yeah, she she put out something this she last year. Tw- what? I gotta. Yeah, we'll we'll look that up for sure. I was about to say tonight's about to get awesome. <laughs> Wait, so did you say lift me up or dope man should should move on? Oh, oh, lift me up, lift me okay, up, because okay. that was. It's just something coming early on, like. This is, I'm going to listen to the rest of the album. If not, I'm off it. Okay. All right, so we got five songs versus five songs. My Name Is My Name. We got Numbers on the Board, Hold On, Nostalgia, Suicide, Who I Am, versus Summertime 06, Lift Me Up, Jump Off the Roof, CNB, North North, Senorita. What's the better batch of songs? For the win. See, this is where summertime is so good that, you know, the system just breaks it because it's so cohesive that when you break it up and it's in a package, it kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, good standalone, but uh, Mm. who I am as a package when those, yeah, I can get down. And that's probably from a listener standpoint more than a consumption or record-based standpoint but they hot so you're so you're giving it to my name is my name yeah Mm. (sighs) i know this is this is tough this is tough um Cause that's the thing I couldn't. It's like it's they're both so good. You're right. You're right. Um. Dang. See, I think it's I think it's Vince. Like oh, I don't know. Just even even looking at these five that we've chosen, like between "Lift Me Up," "Jump Off the Roof," and "North North," those three of those those two, I think, or of those five. Like just the the bars that he spits, the realness, um, how relatable mm. they are. They really they just speak to me so much more than push. Now I I can't lie. Like numbers on the board, hold on, who I am, dope songs, nostalgia too. Um, but I just feel like I feel like I feel like this is Vince. But if we if we think opposites, we can take this to a tiebreaker. But you, you got me there. You got me there. Because when you think about the package, too, even though it's broken up in the movie, it all goes with the theme. Like, it's like short stories at that point. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, you know, push hot. But guess taking it a step beyond the viewer's perspective, the listener's perspective I had earlier. I feel you. I feel you. 
Okay, so you're saying Summertime 06 moves on? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. All right, that that was a tough one. That was a tough one. I I even had trouble with that it when was. I was just doing it by myself. I was like, man, I can't I can't choose. Okay, and that so. was like the other side of Eve. Like everything goes. Mm. Yeah, I'm with that. All right. Uh, okay, so summertime '06 moves on. It will face. Tribe's album in the next round. That'll be a very interesting matchup. Um, Old school versus new school. Yep. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 